Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to a special Frontier Freedom Hour where we're covering kind of the issues around the attack by Hamas of Israel that took place this past weekend. And I'm with the Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, and we're going over these statements that came from higher education, not just colleges, but some of the most elite universities in the country, right? A collection of about 30 different student groups from Harvard University releases a statement saying that Israel is, quote, entirely responsible for the unfolding violence in the region, blaming Israel for these attacks that took place against innocent people this past weekend. And then Columbia Students for Justice in Palestine said that Hamas's actions were, quote, a counteroffensive against the settler colonial oppressor. Again, blaming Israel for this. The weight of responsibility for the war and casualties undeniably lies with the Israeli extremist government and other Western governments. The statement read, that came from Colombia, which was also signed by a group named Jewish Voice for Peace. The Ivy League schools were also joined by a group from Northwestern University named Justice in Palestine, who said that they, quote, stand unwavering in our commitment to highlight the profound injustices faced by the Palestinian people. This was so shocking that even former U.S. Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, who at one point was the president of Harvard, wrote, In nearly 50 years of Harvard affiliation, I have never been as disillusioned and alienated as I am today. So the chancellor of Colorado Christian University, Dr. Donald Sweeting, has written an op-ed that's going to be published here about growing anti-Semitism on college campuses because— well, this may be shocking to a lot of people, those of us that work in higher education have seen this type of attitude towards our Jewish brothers and sisters on college campuses for decades now. This has been growing. And he has an upcoming op-ed that is really going to point not only to this problem, but then how a place like Colorado Christian University is different than some of the most elite universities in the country like Harvard, because we reject that type of anti-Semitism. And we recognize the humanity that's taking place here and the importance of an Israeli response. So, uh, Chancellor Sweeting, thanks so much for joining us. Great. It's wonderful to be with you, Jeff, on a very somber occasion in a very somber week as we're watching the events unfold in Israel, um, the attacks, the horrific attacks by uh, terrorists that are just, they, they hate uh, Jews, they hate Israel, and they want to see it uh, not exist. They want to uh, obliterate it. Um, so and we're also watching this these waves of anti-Semitism uh, sweep around the world, and including the university campuses. I mean, with crowds chanting, gas the Jews and all. It's just, it's horrific. Um, but I think the thing that disturbs me most since I'm in higher education is just what's happening on the university campuses. The silence of of 
presidents and schools on this is is first of all shocking um, because at the same time all this is going on they've got statements going out about indigenous people's day and everything else but they're not willing to say anything about this so the silence is kind of shocking but then besides the silence it's the groups that are speaking are the ones basically they're demonizing uh, Israel and praising Hamas um, I mean, this is this is morally upside down. This is absolutely shocking. This is revealing the depth of the mess that we have, I think, in our in our country, and and the the way uh, the new left is pushing this in directions that even liberals are shocked. Conservatives like me, we're, we're a Christian first, you know, are shocked about it. But even liberals are shocked about it, um, and uh, the pro progressives are pushing this in directions that are unconscionable. But this isn't new. So let's go back a little bit, right? So you've had the BDS movements that have been on college campuses for decades now. But let's go back to the root of all this, right? What, like what happened to our schools? They used to be great places of enlightenment and training and the very best. And we produced good citizens for our country. And now they've become essentially factories for leftist Marxist indoctrination. What happened? Well, first of all, there's a, a hostility towards anything Western, and that's driving this. I mean, it really is when you think about it. Israel's an outpost of the West, and and so you know they're they're an enemy, and the values that they stand for. So the the boycott, divest, sanctions movement, like you say, it's been operating for for quite a while. Um, uh, but what people don't realize is that that what's been taught in the universities, in many universities, not all, uh, for so many years, uh, includes the um, not just this anti-Western hostility, but this Marxist post-colonial theory that, um, first of all, divides the world into the oppressed and the oppressors, and Israel is the oppressor, and uh, Hamas and and the Palestinians are the oppressed. Uh, and liberation is the goal, and revolution is the answer. And so they've been using the language of post-colonial theory, you know, talking about it mainly academically for quite a while, but now they're putting it into practice. So some of the language we've seen in these statements, like we are putting resistance into practice, uh, resistance against impression towards uh, liberation. Um, this We're going to defeat colonialism. And in so doing, they say you you have to use violence, and and then it goes all the way upside down where Hamas slits the throats of people. That's not violence; that's resistance. But Israel defends itself, and that's that's violence. Like that that that's just crazy. It's 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 upside down. Um, and so and I, there's something else though that's going on uh, besides these series theories. And I I think the left is naive about Hamas and Hezbollah and, and Iran, because their beef is not with the land. Their beef is with um, Israel and its existence. And if you read the charter of Hamas, they say, we, um, we, we are against um, Israel even having this land because this land be belongs to Islam. And so they look for the day when it's all back in their hands and they're, they're working to that end. And we know they've been doing this for a long time. It's just broken out, especially in the last week. So these schools have rejected truth. Many of them used to be seminaries like Harvard. They, they were preparing 
people for ministry, that's long gone. I mean, that's gone. That's hundreds of years ago. Far away. That's ancient history. I mean, that's that's uh, how Harvard was founded, by the way. That's that's the impulse behind Western education. It was a religious uh, faith reason impulse, but that's been just thrown out the window. And it's and because of that, it's undermining the very credibility, the practices of, in the university. I have noticed, especially on news programs, uh, Alan Dershowitz coming out with a tweet on this as well. It seems to me like the Jewish community has had enough of this. And I hope, I hope that maybe something that can come out of this horrible event is that we rid the universities of this type of anti-Semitism. Well, of course, anti-Semitism can appear on the left and the right. So uh, we freely acknowledge that. But I don't, I don't think they've come to terms with the way the left is driving this towards a hatred of anything Western, including the whole Judeo-Christian worldview, including Israel and Israel's right to exist and everything else. And I think a lot of my Jewish friends are watching their kids come out of some of our universities and they're coming out with this anti-Israel sentiments. And my friends go, what's happened to our children? I don't understand this. And and that's where a school like CCU, um, we're different. We're not a Jewish school, obviously. We're a Christian school. We're evangelicals. But we have a, a deep respect for um, Israel, for the Jewish people. Uh, we owe them so much. And uh, CCU is is a you know pro pro Israel university. Not that we don't criticize the government. We don't. Uh, we, we we teach our students to think critically, but we uh, we want them to appreciate the miracle of Israel in the Middle East. It is a miracle. It stands out. Uh, its very existence, its birth, uh, what they've achieved is unbelievable. It's our best ally, but. Uh, its past, present, and future are so important to us. You and I were there recently this past spring. A remarkable time there. I felt at home in Israel. It felt, I, I felt welcomed. We watched families celebrate. We watched, we took part in uh, religious celebrations. It was what you would hope a country to be, a welcoming country, a country that celebrates freedom and democracy and capitalism and all that good stuff. doesn't mean it doesn't have its problems, but uh, we had a great experience there. Talk about your kind of feelings being in Israel. You've been there a number of times, but you were there this past time, particularly with Jewish leaders. Yeah. So I, I've led five large tours to Israel, you know, 50 to 100, uh, to, to biblical sites and also, you know, getting our people to appreciate to the smallness of the land and the importance of Israel. So uh, they, they've been wonderful experiences. But in April, we went with a group uh, to to uh, for the celebrations of the 75th anniversary of the birth of the state of Israel. And that was absolutely fascinating because one of the things our group did, you weren't you in our group. You came late, uh, but uh, we flew up to the Lebanese border and we got a tour by IDF uh, of of um, the tunnels that Hezbollah has been digging uh, into Israel for invasions. And we we looked across the border, you know, with uh, binoculars and the Hezbollah side, the Lebanese side, where Hezbollah is in control. And you see these uh, they they built t- watchtowers. Uh, imitating the style of the towers in the Nazi concentration camps as a message to Israel. And there are pictures of Khomeini and everything else with graffiti saying a thousand jihadis are marching towards Jerusalem. And, and uh, you know, and this is this is backed by uh, Iran 
And so there was the sense there that all this could change in a second. And uh, I remember one of the people saying, you know, if we lose one more war, we are not going to be here. So there was a, a, a sober sense of reality with the threats that descended on everybody who was on that trip. And of course, today, this very day, um, uh, we're starting to see, you know, what we hope won't happen. And that is where there's a second and third front in this war and Hezbollah attacks, because if this grows wider, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be terrible and it's going to be hard to contain. So let's talk a little bit about Colorado Christian University. We have a Christians United for Israel club on campus. We send students to Israel every summer to do archaeological digs. You and I stood on the stage at the Western Conservative Summit as we signed a document committing to protecting the religious freedom rights of, of really all Americans. And we had Jewish leaders joining us there. We've hosted people like Dr. Yoram Hazoni on campus and uh, had dinner with Jewish leaders from the community there. Uh, we're pretty well connected in there. We've also signed on to the amicus brief to defend Yeshiva University and some of their religious freedom challenges. Uh, why is it important for Colorado Christian University to not only have a good friendship with our Jewish brothers and sisters and neighbors, but defend them when we feel like they're being attacked unfairly? Well, first of all, in terms of religious liberty, we're facing some of the same challenges. So what Yeshiva University is facing and what schools like Colorado Christian University are facing are uh, attempts to make us what we cannot be, uh, to force an ideology upon us that goes against the very roots of our faith. So so that's, that's one thing that binds us, but that's not actually the most important thing. The most important thing is, is our heritage. Uh, you know, I mean, I... I just make no bones about it. I support Jewish people because they are the relatives of my Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, my 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 our Christian faith. Um, it, it wouldn't exist if it, if it weren't for our our Jewish heritage. You know the the Hebrew Scriptures, the Law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, the Great Commandment, the Covenants, the um, you know the early church. Uh, it's it was all a a, a gift uh, to us. It's at the foundation. But then I support Israel because it's uh, for slightly different reasons for for all that. But it's it's the guardian of the world's Jewish population today, the biggest population. And you know that after the Holocaust, um, other nations wouldn't guarantee their safekeeping, and the UN approved a homeland, and that has been um, a refuge for them. And and uh, that has to be defended. It has to be defended by the United States. It has to be. Uh, is Israel has to vigorously defend it. And you'll probably see, I mean, this is where it's hard because there are Palestinians uh, who don't, do not support Hamas and there are Palestinian Christians who are caught in the middle. And then there are Palestinians who do, very much do support Hamas. So uh, the challenge of the uh, Israeli um, military forces right now, it's, it's, it's huge because they, they, they need to eradicate this, this threat that's being supplied by other countries like Iran. Um, but it's gonna be very difficult. Let's talk about this article that you've written. Why did you feel compelled to write this? I was just uh, bothered that um, this anti-Semitism is, is spreading around the world and so much of it is coming from our universities and we're turning out Israel-hating graduates. Uh, CCU isn't, but 
but a lot of schools are, and that that deeply bothers me. Uh, that's why I wrote it. Do you think other Christian universities are are willing to take this type of stand with Israel? Is this something that we share with other Christian universities, or is there a message to other presidents and chancellors out there? I would hope so, but I've heard very little from other university Christian universities and and presidents and. Uh, uh, and uh, and I'm wondering why, and and I wish they'd be more open and and bold about it. And I understand they, they um they don't want to see this spread. I don't either. I understand that they care about Palestinian people. I do too. But if you can't condemn the savagery and the intent to destroy uh, Israel as a nation that's behind this, then something is wrong with your faith. I like that. That was good. Um, we urge other Christian universities to acknowledge that this was intentionally timed and meticulously planned, you write. It took place on the 75th anniversary of the founding of the state of Israel. We urge you not to embrace the false moral equivalency asserted between the Hamas terrorists and the democratic state of Israel. Hamas has gone on an ISIS-like rampage, brutally murdering raping, kidnapping men, women, and children and the elderly to use them as human shields. Yeah, so this is interesting how people are responding. So the far left is responding by saying Israel's the enemy and Hamas is, you know, the great, great liberators. Then there's another group that's responding by saying, well, you know, they're both kind of bad. And that's, I think, why some presidents don't want to speak, you know, but Israel, what about ism? You know, what about this? But I think you got to come back to the fact that there have been constant attempts to destroy the the Jewish people and the state of Israel since it has existed. And this is a very serious threat that we can't play games like this with. Um, hating Israel is a sin, in my opinion, and anti-Semitism is also a great sin, and we can't be quiet about it. We've talked about the left. We've talked about Christian universities. Uh, let's talk about the right. As you mentioned, this isn't exclusive. Anti-Semitism isn't exclusive to the radical left. It also finds itself as a home on the on the radical right. What is your message as the co-chairman of the Western Conservative Summit, one of the largest gatherings of conservatives in the Western United States, uh, to the right with regards to anti-Semitism in Israel? That this is this is wrong. I mean, you got to the Christians on the right. I say, go back to the scriptures. Go back to your your faith, and uh, we have this great heritage that we share. So look at this in context, please. Uh, read the whole of Scripture. Read your Old Testament. And to conservatives who are not Christians, I would just say, uh, you know, first of all, this is our great ally in the in the the Middle East. Uh, um, they, they are they stand for so much that we stand for. Why wouldn't you support them? And they have given so much to the world and to the United States. Why wouldn't you support them? So don't buy the, the, the lies and the caricatures that are often thrown out in popular literature. And if you hear politicians that mouth this stuff, you know, pull them aside and tell them, uh-uh. And so, I mean, Jeff, you and I have had this conversation about the Western Conservative Summit. And we have said, look, there's certain... We are we are want to be boldly conservative for permanent things, for things that matter, faith, family, ordered liberty. But we don't want kookiness or nuttiness. And so I, I have said to you, I don't want racist stuff there. And by that, I mean real racism, 
Today, the left calls everything racism, and, and they've degraded the term. But and I've said I I don't want any any hint of anti-Semitism. But it just it shouldn't be a part of what we're we're doing. That's our intent. Um, we don't know. We sometimes hear stuff like that on on the right, and we we deplore it. Well, Chancellor Sweeting, thank you. Anything else you want to add about your article? We've got a good deep dive on this. You finish it very well. You say, above all, do not get sucked into the world's oldest hatred, the hatred that won't go away. Rather, speak out. Condemn this barbaric, barbaric assault and pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Palestine, Gaza, and the entire Middle East. I would just underscore that last point. Yes, and pray. It's one thing to, to talk and do statements and all this, but we pray that this... Um, this is stopped. Pray that this ends. Pray that this doesn't spin out of control. Pray for the leaders of uh, Israel. Um, pray for our American leaders, uh, President Biden, and those who are making decisions. We all need to pray. Pray for peace. Amen. Friends, this is why I so love the fact that the Centennial Institute is affiliated, housed, led by Colorado Christian University. We get to be a part of leading these conversations. And thank you for your op-ed. Thank you for standing against anti-Semitism on college campuses. Colorado Christian University is a unique school. We stand with Israel, sending your kids here, getting your own degree from CCU. This is the type of institution that we are. And uh, I'm very proud to be a part of it. Till then, God bless you all and yeehaw.